Welcome to the Good Shit Daily Podcast. Y'all, it's been a while. Holy shit. Can we talk about how long it's been? It's been a few months. We got distracted with a boy. Holidays. Things happened. I'm back. Back and at it. Don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. The whole thing. Whole nine. We're going to get into it. I'm really excited. I'm really excited to be here. I'm excited to be alive. I'm excited for the changes that I'm making. I'm excited to see all of your posts and all of your messages to me, sharing your stories and and all of the good shit that's happened to you guys and sticking with me through all of my sadness and crying and oh my God, I can't believe I shared that part of my life. Um, but that's what it's about, right? It's about being transparent and honest and showing people that emotions are real and they happen, but they don't have to stop you from living your life. Um, if I had dollar for every time I cried in public because I was overwhelmed or I didn't feel like fucking hiding my emotions because why, why should I have to make society feel comfortable and I feel uncomfortable? I would have a couple of hundred dollars. <laughs> Which would be great, right? How? What if you got rewarded every time you just said, fuck you, society. I'm going to see, I'm going to say what is in my heart. I'm going to say my truth and I'm going to feel what I want to feel when I need to feel it. And if you feel uncomfortable, you can step away. As long as I'm not hurting anybody with my feelings and my truth, then, then society can feel uncomfortable. Just because it's uncomfortable does not make it wrong. Feeling uncomfortable means that you're growing, you're learning. There's an opportunity there for you to understand something new. And to shy away from it is is not courageous. I don't like the word strong and weak. I think that determining something is strong or weak is um, setting someone up for failure. Because, because strength and weakness are, are to me, they're very definitive terms. They're very, um, either you are or you aren't. And, and I think that, um, for me, the better terms are being brave. I don't like to use the word cowardly. Let's build up in a positive way. But being brave can be many different things. It can be you feel uncomfortable and you sit quietly and listen. It could be that you feel uncomfortable and you ask why. Why is it that you feel that way? And you you speak your truth. It could also mean that you, you feel uncomfortable, you ask why, and you try to understand. And that's what I want to do. I want to understand and I want other people to try to understand. Um... That's my sermon. <laughs> uh, my voice is all effed up from being sick and whatever. And, and I hope that you guys will, will stick with me for the next few minutes while I, I go through the things that have happened the last few months. We have some stuff to catch up on, y'all. Um, you know, I, I had the new job. I, I've been there since September now. I love it. I'm so lucky. I'm so lucky to have the job that I have and, and to work with the people that I work with and have an opportunity to to grow and to learn and to have productive stress and and to have people 
I work with who care about me. Um, so many good things have come from it. Uh, one is my cat. Most of you who follow me know that I got a new cat. Monster named her chocolate cookie cupcake bacon bit banana burns. She's got a whole bunch of names. I call her cut it the fuck out because I just need her to cut it the fuck out most of the time. She's scratching on shit now. I don't know if you can hear her. Cut it the fuck out. <laughs> she's a sweetheart. You guys have seen the videos where she's really sweet, but sometimes she's an absolute monster. And we're trying to find a balance with that. Um, <clears throat> one of the other good things that happened, as most of you saw, um, was that uh, I met a dude. And um, we met randomly. I, I was the morning of the suicide prevention walk down here in St. Pete back in October. And um, I went down there to take some pictures and I just like felt overwhelmed when, uh, you know, they have Mardi Gras beads that they hand out. And um, each bead, color bead, represents a different person that someone has lost to suicide. And they're going through all these colors or service members and, and um, police officers and mothers and sisters and daughters and sons and whatever. And then they got to friends and almost everybody raised their hand. And I was just looking around at all of these people and just realized that the, my friends could have been there. This could have been the year that my friends walked and for me, I could have not been standing there had Robin not made that phone call to save me and and my friends could have been there with their hands raised and I just, the weight of that just crushed me at 9.30 in the morning. <laughs> it just crushed me and and I I just, I didn't know what to do. And my my instinct a year ago would have said, go home go to your safe spot, stay there. Uh, the, the enlightened, more courageous me said, text somebody, go home, get, get dressed up, which is my, my version of getting my shit together, and go do something fun. And so I texted my coworker and I said, hey, you and your husband want to come, like, have a drink with me? Let's go. Let's, like, hang out. And she's like, yeah, let's do that. So I met them downtown. And um, at uh, my bar, the Ale and the Witch, which I, it's one of my safe places. Um, and uh, their friend was there. And we met. And we had met before a couple of times because we both hang out at the same places. And... Um, we hung out for like five hours just, you know, around downtown, going to different bars and and laughing hysterically and just, you know, being ridiculous. And um, he walked me back to my car at the end of the night, asked for my phone number, uh, waited three days exactly and texted me. He called me Lori, which that's not my name. It's Laura that's fine I've been called worse <laughs> um 
And I, I gave him this bullshit excuse about how I was still hung up on my ex and I wasn't ready and like we could be friends and that's all I'm really looking for right now. And he, I and he was he later told me that he was relieved that I turned him down because he he hadn't been in a relationship for a while. And um, my friend Andy, who was on the last episode, uh, lectured me straight up lectured me and was like what are you doing letting the good ones go so I gave it a couple of days and then I texted him and I said hey let's hang out and then we started hanging out and then we hang out, hung out more and um, he sang to me which he said was the first time he had sung in front of anyone in you know close like three or four years or something like that and um, he sang this song called Be a Mess which is the lyrics are, you know, basically, um, uh, like you're, you're broken just like me, like be a mess. It's okay. I won't judge you. Uh, my arms are open unconditionally. And I just, he sang it to me and I just cried. I just cried and cried and cried and cried and cried. And, um, I fell, I fell so hard. Um, and that's kind of that's I, I didn't I didn't want to I didn't want that I didn't want to do that and and I but I did and I, I let myself for the first time I kind of let myself fall and um and without reservation just did it but then I had this I had this feeling like this feeling like something was wrong <clears throat> and I kept telling myself it's your anxiety like your anxiety is telling you that you don't deserve this. You don't deserve this happiness. And all of my friends were, were kind of saying the same thing, you know? you Your anxiety is saying you don't deserve to be happy. You're looking for reasons to not do this. So I was like, okay, let's let's not. Let's just, let's, let's, let's go through it. Let's, let's be all in. If you're going to be in, let's be in. And um, I was looking for... Not not asking, but looking to his friends. So his friends would say things to me and I would and I would take that to heart instead of listening to what was inside of me. And and so they would just they would tell me these things like they've never seen him happier and that um, his my coworker, who's one of his friends, said that um, I would really have to um, I would really have to fuck it up for him to not be in it and um two days later he's not in it (laughs) um and and later we had a conversation about how like he really liked me he's just not sure if he's meant for relationships and whatnot and like it's fair and, and it's fine but like I can't help but but think that I I'm not worth trying for I mean, from an anxiety standpoint and a defeatist kind of standpoint, that's what it comes down to, right? You don't know that you're meant for a relationship, but you're not willing to try harder than two months. You know, it, that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with it. And, and it, that has nothing to do with him. If he, if he didn't, if he didn't want to be with me at all, he wouldn't have been with me at all. If he didn't like me, he he wouldn't. He'd just be like, bye. <laughs> you know, um, 
if he wasn't at least a little open-minded to the idea of maybe one day he wouldn't have those conversations with me afterwards. So it's not about him. That that thought that I'm not worth it is has everything to do with me and my anxiety and nothing to do with the actual breakup. Because um, I was awesome. I was amazing. I did nothing wrong. I did everything right. I um, like tried to really be into soccer for him because he's really into soccer. Um, I, I, and and I could give or take soccer. I like all sports. Um, but, (laughs) um, you know, I, I tried, like I watched soccer documentaries and like, was like, okay, like maybe I could be into this and like, I could have a conversation about it and like ask questions about it. Um, I, I opened my mind to a lot of things that I probably wouldn't have normally, which is a good, great thing. You know, a lot of good things came out of the breakup. It wasn't just all heartbreak. And it's really hard to see those things sometimes when you're in the middle of this, um, you know, when you're blindsided by, I don't want to be with you. <laughs> you know, when we just like six days earlier, we had a great time at, you know, a New Year's party and it was amazing and he seems really into me and, you know, he's super nice and, and really charming and amazing. And then all of a sudden, you know, that that's a that's a heavy, a heavy weight. And to be able to see beyond that is is really tough. But that's what Good Shit Daily, you know, is about is seeing past the bad things. And there are so many good things that came out of this. I mean, first and foremost is I have a awesome friend and drinking buddy you know once I am over the hurt and I can reconcile it which again has very little to do with him and his actions and everything to do with me um we're gonna be great friends and I can't wait I can't wait for that that's gonna be awesome um but I have some work to do before that um other good things are, you know, I found confidence in my feminine side. I've never dated a dude who got so excited over me putting on a dress and heels and makeup and lipstick for, oh, fuck. I started wearing lipstick, y'all. And and maybe it's not very feminist of me to, like, let a man's, like, excitement over what I'm doing, like, change my thought process. But I'll challenge it by saying that I feel better when I get dressed up. And I realize this through this whole experiment of a relationship. Um, I, I feel better when I put the time in and, and do my hair or, or dye my hair or like put on earrings or, or a dress or shave my legs for the love of God. Um, which I haven't been doing because why? Really, why? Um, I feel better. I feel like I've I've taken care of myself. And why am I not doing that? You know? And like, holy shit, I can be girly and confident? Why am I, why did I fight against that for 30 years? Like, what is, what's the point of it? Why am I, why am I not embracing? Why did it take me half of my life to embrace my feminine side? I'm I'm glad I found it now. And I'm very thankful for this man for helping me get there, whether he realizes it 
or not. Um, you know, I, I think that at the end of the day, so many good things came out of it, you know? Um, but at the end of the day, I had this thought, like, who do I think I am falling in love and like, and like being, being all consumed or, or not that I was consumed in this relationship, but who, to think that I could, could be there. Like I've got shit to do. You know, this breakup is an opportunity. Like it reminded me that I, I have things that I want to do. I have goals I want to accomplish. I have people that I want to help. I have, I have, it sounds so cliche and, and millennialist, but like I have empires that I want to build. And why am I, why am I wasting my time falling in love with a boy who, with an, with an awesome voice and, and beautiful blue eyes <laughs> who's really tall and my neck hurts when I look up at him. Why, why am I wasting my time chasing down this why I don't want to do it I don't want to do it and maybe that'll change one day maybe I'll find that you know someone is willing to put in so much work and wear me down that I'm like okay fine come join me on my journey but I I don't I don't I just right now I just don't I don't think that's sad I don't think it's defeatist I don't think it's negative I think that it's okay for you to choose to put yourself and your goals before anything else it's a matter of priorities and who says that we have to fall in love and live happily ever after to live happily ever after I'm just saying um but then again you're gonna talk about anxiety like who am I to think that I can change the world? Who am I to think that anything that I do is going to make a difference? And that's a dangerous, dangerous, dangerous concept, right? What if Martin Luther King got up one day and said, who do I think I am? Nothing I can do is going to change the world. What if Mother Teresa said that? What if... What if, you know, Gandhi just one day was like, fuck this shit. Everything that I'm doing doesn't matter. Nothing that I'm doing is making a difference. I, I can't imagine a world where <clears throat> even the great inventors, you know, uh, Tesla, Einstein, great scientists of, of, of you know, our time, um, people right now, that are that are making differences. Sean King, Glennon Doyle Milton, uh, Laura McCallan, who I love. What if they said, um, fuck it. Doesn't matter. Then what? Then what happens? So I'm trying to work that shit out too. Like, I might not get to where I'm going, but I'm gonna get to where I need to be. And and I'm I'm trying. I'm trying. Some other good things that came out of this uh, terrible heartbreak experiment, <laughs> that's what I'm going to call it from now on, uh, is, is the heartbreak experiment. Let's see what we can grow from the ashes, um, is I started writing more, which is nuts. I haven't done that in 
uh, 20 years. Um, I, I used, I, writing makes me uncomfortable, but like uncomfortable is growth, right? Doing what makes you feel uncomfortable helps you grow in some way if you look for those opportunities. So <clears throat> my friend, uh, Kayla, who's a bartender at the Ale and the Witch, um, and I swear they're not sponsoring this. I just love them so much. Um, gave me the, uh, book of poems uh, called Milk and Honey. And if you haven't read it, go read it. It's amazing. And I just realized I have those words inside me. I have all of those things. And why am I, why am I keeping them in? Why am I not putting them out there? And this guy that I dated, he wrote some really funny, ridiculous songs, but he also wrote some songs that were, were, really inspirational or really touching and really moving and like why am I not writing why am I not doing that I'm good at talking why am I not writing why does that not translate so I've been writing more and thanks Kayla and you all have Kayla to blame for all of my ridiculous poetry that may or may not be coming your way soon um also started reading more it's not something that I've done a lot of and I need to, and I really want to do more of uh, to try to find inspiration and, and find the answers within myself. Uh, and another surprise bartender at the Ale and the Witch, Vicky, uh, gave me a book for Christmas called You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. And I love it. And right now I'm, I'm at the part where it's, it's about manifesting your reality and making what you want and your goals real and and getting there and and being you know the most badass person you can be and I I was reading it one day and someone's like you should have you should have written that book why are you reading it I'm like well I, I need a reminder <laughs> I don't feel like a badass right now um I, I don't I don't feel like I'm I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing um and I, you know, the, I don't deal with heartbreak well, and I don't deal with rejection well, and it's, it's been tough. So I am trying, I'm trying everything that I can. And that is the spirit of Good Shit Daily is you fucking keep going, you keep going. And, um, I'm, I'm really thankful that that book came into my life. And, and Vicky, thank you so much for that. Um, another good thing that happened is uh, <clears throat> I've been friends with this girl on Twitter and Facebook for a long time. Her name is Katie. She's amazing. She's hysterical. She's one of the funniest women that I've ever met. Um, hopefully she'll be on the podcast soon. Um, she's going through a breakup too. And um, hers is a lot more serious than mine. And, and oh God, I, you know, not to compare things, but I, I just feel for her. And I just, I, 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 I'm so glad that we have connected over this. I hate that she's feeling the pain and I hate that I'm feeling the pain, but I'm really glad that she and I have connected and she actually, uh, maybe drunkenly, um, can we convinced each other to do uh, open mic night here in downtown St. Pete very soon. Um, I'm not sure I want to announce where and when as of right now. Because it could be really bad. <laughs> but I'm going to do it. It's only a few weeks away. And I'm nervous. But I'm going to do it. I've, I've wanted to do like a stand-up open mic comedy thing for 
for about five years and um, well, longer than that before before a monster was born. And I'm actually doing it. <clears throat> so good things. Good things are happening. Good things are happening. Uh, briefly. Because I don't want to make this a political thing. Even though if you've been following me on Twitter, I, I went down a rabbit hole last night. And um, uh, the no Muslim ban. I've been following the Jamie, the um, founder of uh, To Write Love on Her Arms um, Foundation. And, um, you know, mental health matters when it comes to politics. Um, I, I've been, I've put my head in the sand for the last few weeks because I just, I couldn't deal with that and all the other things that I was dealing with. And so I very selfishly and very personally put my head in the sand and was just ignoring it. Last night, the floodgates opened and it was a, it was, the universe had perfect timing with it. Um, you know, I was watching everything unfold on Twitter as, you know, the, People were detained. People with green cards and visas were detained and being sent back or being pulled off planes in other countries and not being allowed back in. And the judges in Boston and New York granting emergency stays um, so that you know, people could stay here where their homes are, um, where their jobs are, where their possessions are, where their families are, where their kids are. And not have to be separated from them. It, it's a weird, weird thing that's happening in our country right now. And and I posted something on Good Shit Daily with the Statue of Liberty. And, and I'm with her. I didn't vote for Hillary because I believed in Hillary. And I usually don't talk about my votes. But I voted for Hillary because I couldn't stand the idea of, of the alternative. And again, I don't I don't want to get too political, but I do feel like it's important for us to have a voice, not when it comes to Republican and Democrat or conservative or liberal or or whatever. I think it comes down to honoring what America is supposed to be and what's right and what's wrong. And and there is a little bit of there can be gray area in, in right or wrong because it gets muddy, you know? I mean, for me, I don't agree with, with either side. You know, there, there are morality issues that I have with, with what both sides are saying and doing. But at the end of the day, America is meant to, to, to help people. We have to be helping the people that are in our country. Absolutely. But who are we to say no based on, on the country you're coming from or the religion that you believe in or the color of your skin or, or your, who are we to say no to help in our country based on your pre-existing conditions when it comes to health insurance or your mental health? Who am I to say that I can't, I'm not going to hire you because of your, your mental um, health issues? I, I, there's so much wrapped up in this idea that we're going to keep people out based on a specific thing not that you've committed a crime not that you've killed somebody not that like you assaulted someone um or like blew up something and then got on a plane and got over here um i think i think that there there's there's something 
there's something fundamentally wrong about what we're doing. And I think the idea right now is understanding. We have to try to understand where each other are coming from. It can't be, no, you're a liberal sheep and no, you're a racist. You need to cut that shit out. There is no progress. There is no growth. There is no learning. It is un-American to me to look at somebody and say you're racist because you voted for Trump without asking why you voted for Trump. What are your reasons? Tell me the reasons why. You believe in building the wall? Let's talk about it. Not you're wrong for wanting to build the wall. Let's have a conversation about it. Not you're wrong because you think refugees should be let in and they hate you. Don't you understand that? How do you know? Have you spoken with every single refugee? Have you interviewed them thoroughly to make sure that they're not a terrorist and that that they don't hate us and that they just don't want a better fucking life? Heaven forbid. Let's talk about this. I'm sitting here last night. <clears throat> I'm sitting here last night and I'm I'm eating my hummus and green beans and I'm on Twitter. I'm looking at all these pictures of people protesting and, and the detainees being released and, and imagining myself like, like in their shoes. Like I'm just trying to go home, the home that I've known for years. And like because I'm coming from a specific country or my passport is from a specific country or I, like I'm, I'm being asked about what my opinions are of Trump and, and I'm being asked all of these questions and being detained for hours with my kids like how privileged am I to sit here and and have the kind of problem where I'm sucked into Twitter and I can't get out of it as as even as a female I have battles that I have to fight in this country and I'm I'm in it I, I can fight those battles but I can't I can't not have this conversation and say that I, I realize my privilege as, as a white American. I, I don't have a lot of those struggles. You know, I can walk down the street without a cop second guessing me. I've never had that issue. You know, I, I can't imagine the, the fear that people have. And it's important, I think, for Americans to step up and say that this is not, we don't believe in this. This is not all of America. Just because one person writes an executive order that, that is, is pushing out all of this fear doesn't mean we all feel that way. Fear doesn't conquer anything. Fear breeds more fear and it breeds hatred and it breeds uncertainty and it breeds violence. And there's no place for it. There's no place for it. Um, and that goes for our, our personal lives too, man. We got to be brave. Got to be brave. Speak our truth and be kind. And that's what I'm trying to do this year is, is, is speak 
speak my truth in a kind way and learn to understand people more. Because if you don't understand, you can't learn. And then what's the fucking point? If you're having heart palpitations <laughs> over what's going on in our country right now, or if, or if you're struggling, I want to throw some numbers out at you. Uh, the To Write Love on Her Arms hotline. It's a text hotline. You can text T-W-O-L. I'm sorry. No, that's wrong. T-W-L-O-H-A to 741741. It's the crisis text line. Text them. They're amazing. They will help you. If you're having suicidal thoughts or you're overwhelmed or you need somebody there to talk to you, to talk you through what's going on, whether it's about the the issues going on in our country or in your country, whether you're going through, you know, a bad breakup and you're not sure how you're going to get out of it, if you're if you're struggling at all, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Um you know, it's not it's not a weakness to ask for help. It's not, you know. Um I also want to say this. I think that we should be brave. But I don't think that you have to speak out. I think that people in a certain position of power or um, influence have a responsibility, a social responsibility to say something. But it's also really tough to speak out and isolate yourself. I can I can only imagine, you know, being a 17-year-old with an anxiety disorder and your whole family is conservative and you want to say, and you live in a conservative town and in, in the heart of, of whereversville, USA, and all you want to do is say, this is not right. I don't believe in this. This is ridiculous. And you having the type of family that shuns you for it. I don't think that... I think it takes an immense amount of courage to stand up for what you believe in and risk losing everything. But I don't think you have to do it. Um, and that might be controversial. But but put yourself and your needs in the forefront. You know, is this going to be something you can live with and you can deal with if you're in that kind of position where... You risk losing everything. Can you rebound from it before you cut your ties? That's all I'm going to say on that. And I think that we <clears throat> can um, we need to ease up a little bit on, on people who are in a position where they can't say anything and consider the reason why they're not saying anything. For me, any person in Congress or in the Senate or in politics at all that has not come out and said this is not okay um, is 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 dead to me. <laughs> I think they're all pieces of shit, and I think that um, I think that anyone who stayed silent is complicit as far as our government goes, Democrat and Republican. Um, I'm very much over both sides of our government. And um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Because I don't want to be too political. Because it's a bummer. And we're going to get into some funny stuff in a minute. I'm actually writing a book, y'all. I'm really excited about it. So it's going to be um, about recovery and about the things that I've been going through. And and hopefully you guys find it funny. 
and enlightening and um you know we'll see how it goes it's gonna be awesome i think one of the things is gonna be uh laura's guide to heartbreak which is um don't follow it <laughs> that's the spoiler is <laughs> you don't you don't want to follow my guide to heartbreak it involves um it involves lots of crying and at inopportune times and um and uh you don't want to do it but it's going to be hilarious and I can't wait I can't wait to share all of it with you I get excited and I want to talk about it but I I gotta save it I gotta save it um let's talk about the good shit that's happening to me Yay! And I hope you'll share your good shit with me too. I love hearing your list of all the good things that have happened. Um, shout out to Linda Lee, Jersey Girl, uh, LL Jersey Girl, and um, Fossil Girl, and some numbers, and um, everyone who has shared their good shit with me this last week. Thank you. I love it. It keeps me honest, and it 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 makes me happy to hear that good things are happening to you, regardless of of the um, the struggles that you face I love it so much um new friends man so many new friends I I, I'm kind of like a friend making machine one of the jokes the the guy uh, I was dating and I had I had this friend vortex and I just suck people into it and then once you're there you can't get out and you're friends forever and it's amazing and either you like me or you don't but you can you can't get out of it you're stuck in the awkwardness <laughs> that is my friendship and my love and it's plentiful um open mic night I already talked about oh my god I'll give you a hint I'm going to be talking about dick anxiety it's going to be hilarious I'll give you a minute to let that sink in <laughs> um moving I'm moving soon I found an apartment um the the money part of it and the logistics part of it are are really stressing me out and you can't see me but I'm like I'm I'm doing that thing where Molly Shannon where she puts her hands in her armpits and I'm just like oh my god what why how am I gonna do this but I think you know with some help from my friends and and a little bit of faith in in myself to make it work I think it's gonna be fine and I'll keep you updated on that and and follow, you know, see me on Instagram and and whatnot with the big move downtown. I'm excited. Um, speaking of friends, uh, shout out to those of you who have been there for me the past three weeks. I know that sometimes my my emotions, the things that I'm going through, are not easy makes me not easy to deal with but for those who have stuck by me man you have me for life I will always and this is a promise it's gonna be recorded can't go back on it um I will always 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 be there for you y'all know who you are all right you can follow me as I like rub my eyes and like hate my cold and my nose and everything that's happening oh god thank you for sticking this sticking out this ridiculous podcast with me um you can follow me good shit good underscore shit 
underscore daily on Instagram and Twitter. Good shit daily on Facebook. No underscores on the Facebook one. Um, subscribe to this if you like it. Share it with your friends. Share it with someone who doesn't understand anxiety. Share it with someone who needs a punch in the face, a verbal or a metaphorical punch to the gut. Like, wake up. Stay woke. Like, try to understand somebody. If you are having trouble uh, explaining your mental illness with someone, give them this podcast. Say, you want to understand it? I can't explain it. Listen. She talks about dicks sometimes. Not that bad. <laughs> um, keep smiling, y'all. Keep going. Be brave. Hashtag good shit daily. I will repost the crap out of everything. I love y'all. Let's be brave. Take care. Say hello.